Welcome to lesson four, the fundamentals of reverb. Now in this lesson, you will learn what reverb is, what it's used for in music, and how you can use it inside your recording sessions. So what is reverb? I think it's something that probably lots of people have come across before or even used, but maybe not actually know exactly what it is. So reverb is the audible sounds of sound reflections. So remember in module two, we were talking about acoustics and reflections. Well, reverb is that audible sound of those reflections. A reverb audio plugin replicates them inside your door. So your plugins inside your door are actually replicating those reflections so that you can get different sounding spaces on your recording. Various parameters that, that we can use will alter the shape of these reflections and how they make your, your recording sound. So here's some examples of some reverb presets. And when I say presets, I mean that they are pre-set up um, parameters so that you can get certain effects. So in most reverb plugins, you will get these presets and they will be things like ch a church, a cathedral, a room, a hall, and it will give you different options of the spaces that you can recreate in your recording. So if we took a church preset, you, you can see here that the church, because it's a very big space, you have a lot of um, different hard surfaces that are bouncing reflections back. And there's a wide breadth of the space as well. So it means that the reflections are going to have a wide breadth. They're going to have a long diffusion, which is basically how long it takes for the energy of that reflection to die down and then become inaudible. And it's going to be a large space as well. Whereas if we used a room preset, they'd probably be quite much more narrow breadth and a short diffusion, and it would be a small space. So it's going to sound much, much, much less what we would call wet and much drier as a reverb. I think the most important thing right now is for you to load up your own reverb plugin inside your door and start experimenting. So I've made this tutorial to just get you started and showing you how I've loaded up a plugin for my reverb and how I'm using those different presets. Now you may be using a different door, but the principles still remain the same. Remember that. So we have our track again, but this time I have a reverb plugin loaded up. Now, again, what I did was I went in here and chose audio effects and then I scrolled down to reverb and um, so I've got lots of options. I just double clicked, but then what I've done is um, loaded up the cathedral setting. So I double clicked on the cathedral here and I wanted to do that because I wanted to show you how Reverb plugins often will give you different room spaces to choose from and they have, they've used the parameters in different ways to recreate different spaces. Reverb is so much about giving us a sense of spatialization because it's all about those reflections jumping off those walls and giving us signals as to where the space is, how big the space is, where we are in the space. So this is what my track sounds like through the cathedral plugin, um, Reverb plugin. So it's really, really um, decay, loads of decay, loads of reverberations, very, very wet, um, just like you'd expect a cathedral to be. Now, I'm going to change that up and choose a different type of room. Now, I'm going to go into here and choose a small room. And now it's changed all the parameters so that my 
space sounds really different. And my I'm going to be given those cues that we're in a different space because of the way that the plugin is replicating the, the reflections bouncing off those walls. So that's my small room. And in comparison to the cathedral, it's so different. Now, you'll have lots of options for different rooms in your own door, even if you're not using Ableton. But in this lesson, I'm going to go into some of these different parameters so that you feel confident personalizing your reverb presets so that you can get the kind of sound that you need and that you want. And you can get different sounds for different types of instruments and different types of voices like backing vocals, main vocals, anything that you want or need. So let's get into it. Okay, so we've looked at reverb inside our door. Now let's have a think about the parameters that we might have seen when we were looking at that tutorial. Now you can filter your reverb with a variety of parameters, just like EQ. So you could have early reflections, you could change the decay time, the pre-decay, the room size, the frequency width, the gain, and whether it's dry or wet. And this may feel all very overwhelming and like there's a lot in there, and there is, but let's just look at some with intention that I think are gonna be really useful for your recordings. So let's think about what early reflections are. So you'll see that there'll be an option to change these inside your plugins. So Early reflections are the first group of echoes that occur when sound waves hit surfaces. So they're more defined like an echo, but they are reflections nonetheless. The decay size, however, is the sound created as these waves continue to interact with a space. So it's kind of like the wash that you would likely associate with reverb. So the decay size is the sound created as these waves continue to interact. The decay time is the time it takes for reflections to run out of energy. So this is where people can overdo it. They will give their decay a very, very, very long time um, in their presets. And then it means that it just becomes totally washed out with decay. And this is where a lot of people when they're first using reverb get very excited. But maybe um, I think it's very important to think that less is more a lot of the time. And then lastly, room size. This is the size of the virtual room created by your door plugin, and it affects the length of the paths that these waves take. So here's an image of what that looks like. We've got our total decay time. We've got those pre-delays there, which in this example, there's not many. There's the early reflections and then there's de the decay. And um, we've got the reflection levels as well. So when you've got a sound coming in and you're playing with your presets in your door, these are some of the variables that you can play with to get different sounds, different spaces, different textures and different colours on your re reverb and your recordings. But what about making informed decisions with reverb? Because like I say, it's all very well knowing how to technically load it up and what all the different bits and bobs do, but how do you actually reach certain qualities with these parameters so that you get certain sounds in your recordings and certain characteristics? Well, you need to experiment. So please do go and experiment with reverb and use your ears to identify how to enhance key qualities in your music. And I have started that process for you with the exercise in your lesson four workbook to do so. So do go into your workbook and follow through with that because it will really help you to get intentional using reverb, not just be kind of dabbling and playing around with it. 
So what does all, this all mean for your music? Um, this is why, why it's really important to use your Lesson 4 workbook and really explore how you can use reverb to get specific qualities in your own recordings. So let's take action, download your Module 4 Lesson 4 workbook and use the step-by-steps and exercises to get familiar with reverb and how to use it in your music. Now in the next lesson, you will learn the fundamentals of compression and how to use compression effectively inside your recording projects. I'll see you in the next video.